0: Yeah, one, let's go. Two, two, three, five, let's go, seven, go. nine, let's go, let's go. Casey K. What's <laughs> the guy? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to For the Girls Podcast. I'm Nick Westrate. I'm Jason Block. What's the radio host? Casey. Casey Casey, Casey, Casey. I'm Casey Kasem. Um, <laughs> I am not. This is a podcast about fandom and divas, uh, queer people loving female performers.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh. Yep, yep, yep. As as we know, as we constantly state, Nick and I grew up together, and um, we just uh, you know, we didn't have many, much representation in our lives, and so we just kind of really attached ourselves to uh, divas and more so fe- any female performers, and they really um, saved us and. Uh, gave us a light to our lives and so now we are uh showing our gratitude and making a whole podcast about it
0: yeah sometimes we have fans of other divas and then uh sometimes it's just me and jason talking about a diva of our of our own and this is a podcast for all types of different people this is a podcast who is this a podcast for jason this
1: is a podcast for spooky mistresses oh this is also a podcast for undercover witches this is a podcast for um, those with collections of cauldrons. Mm, this is a podcast for community theater stars. This is very specific, but I know that we have a couple listeners out here. This is a podcast for the people who are surprised real estate agents slash wannabe actors.
0: Mm, yes, this is a podcast for diamond thieves who can't hold on to their fucking rose petals.
1: Uh, roast pe- i can't i have a whole rose petal um i need to figure out the rose petals thing because mama found a mystery inside the mystery and i really <laughs> need to a, figure it's a double out.
0: mystery this week but what it is fucking october what? now when this is airing and what does that mean bitch
1: bitch bitch that mean <laughs> bitch that means that um i've already a month out of halloween decorations yeah, it's i uh, you know I'm, I'm not gonna say like i'm a trend setter because i know i'm not i think but i sometimes feel like i am but i in these times i really feel like i'm i'm just very riding a cultural wave because like as we know jason loves um her seasonal decorations and it turns mm-hmm. out so does the whole country because i've just seen constant memes of being like it's september boom and then everyone is like putting up the largest like an entire two-story skeleton in their yards. Oh, sadness. So, I love a two-story skeleton. Have you seen that? Have you seen that like no. Home Depot skeleton that people are freaking out about? That's gigantic. Yeah, that's real.
0: Definitely not. Don't shop at Home Depot cuz they support yeah. Trump. Yeah. Um anyway, um this on for the girl uh, October's my favorite month on for the girls podcast. We've only had one other October before. It was <laughs> iconic. Um we do spooky Halloween things all month and this month we have five motherfucking halloween episodes coming at you jay do we? what do we have what's what's no this we week? don't we
1: have no we don't we have no yes we you know we don't yes we do no we don't no we don't do we five, five. four four five. three two one i'm counting four and i don't know what the okay fifth well what's is. today
0: let's count together what's today what are we doing what? today if no one looked at what the
1: episode was about Okay, well today is going we're going back, we're 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 entering paradise, which is our favorite thing to do in the entire world. I could do this Mm -hmm. for every episode. I could just make this whole for the girls podcast a for the Jessica podcast for baby Jessica Fletcher. Um And then we're doing two movies coming at you. So two really hot movies coming at you. Next
0: week. Next week we are doing, finally, and I know we have so many friends who are excited about this. So many battle angels. We're just
1: going to give away the bag? I didn't know we were doing this. this? We're
0: going to get everyone excited and get their watching on for the month. Well, good, because I'm going to be
1: surprised too at what we're doing.
0: (laughs) Next week is going to be... Practical fucking magic. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. me and Jason doing a throwdown on one of the greatest 90s witch movies of all time.
1: This movie literally, I know, everything saved my life. This movie has a very important, so many important memories in, in my life. And it really did save my life at one point when I first moved to New York. So, yes, it's...
0: So get Ugh. your wa- get your watch on with that, and then the week after that, we are doing the High Priestess Witch of all time,
1: Stevie Nicks. So Practical Magic into Stevie Nicks is the beyond segue because mm-hmm. she obviously features prominently on that soundtrack. So we really Singing just expertly- iconic tracks. You've actually are, really and, lined this up,
0: babe. We're gonna be joined by Mark Snyder, the host of a great podcast called All I Wanna Do Is Talk About Madonna. So, which is a, definitely a very sister podcast to this podcast. So he's gonna be on in two weeks. And then what are we closing out that Halloween month with? How is that five podcasts? It's four. I told you it was four. You no, you did not. You kept <laughs>
1: See, here's what you do. Here's what you do. This is a mystery. You're already starting me in a mystery. And I feel crazy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I you kept up. showing me. Nick kept showing me with his Everything hands. He kept going, episodes. five. It is five. And I said, and I kept saying, count them. Well, you heard it because I just said it five seconds ago. <laughs> okay, so it's four. But the last one is so
0: important. It feels. We like
1: did five last year,
0: babe. That's what you're thinking. Well, we, we tried like, to do five, but we had to cancel one because we had to cover the
1: movie that's right that's what happened that's what we're reporters we're reporters and we have to be on the ground we have to be on the ground Um, on the ground reporting well so we just keep the witchy theme going we just keep the witchy theme straight steamrolling and we're doing a true true classic a true childhood classic of ours my one of my favorite writers of all time we're doing the witches
0: the witches with angelica houston lead diva and we thought we were going to get to do that new Anne Hathaway, which is with it. But we're not because uh, all movies stopped coming out because they don't release
1: out. movies anymore. They don't release the movies, movies anymore out. on this earth. So so we're, we're, we're saving that. But we're still going to be doing we're still going to be doing something we know and absolutely love. Oh, um, obsessed with. Yeah.
0: Um, and OK, what other news? We have news. We have housekeeping to do. Oh, Patreon housekeeping. Mm hmm. Boom. First of all, let's say thanks to Joe. I want to say thanks to Joe Reed for coming on last week to do The Hours and that beautiful, iconic episode. And if you haven't yet, we do The Hours Book Club on the Patreon right after that. And then next week, on uh, in two days from now, on the Patreon, we will be reviewing... Bet Midler's new film, The Glorias. <laughs> Hot off the presses, y'all. But we but the news is we're gonna make this episode available to everyone. So if you aren't paying for the Patreon yet, you go to Patreon, you look us up, and this episode will be available to everybody because we know all of our bet people, even if they don't want to give us $7 a month, are gonna want to hear us gab about her as Bella Abzug. So we're super excited to watch the movie and talk at you about it.
1: Yeah, and you can get it. It's going to be on Amazon, so you so we all can watch that this together. So you know, get it was, your mom's
0: Amazon Prime login, use that. Don't give Lion King. Any money.
1: Julie Taymor directs it. It's a real mm-hmm. diva centric film about an iconic diva. Uh, so it's a lot. We're it's a yeah. lot. This is going to be a major Patreon episode that we're doing.
0: Filled so. with women. It's going to make you just want to be on that Patreon every fucking week. So that's happening. Okay, so I have some diva news. So. My diva news is that I saw this fucking clip from the Kelly Clarkson show that just fucking epitomized the kind of strange, insane, (gasps) dystopian timeline that we're in right now. So she has on Countess Luann, Dillis Epps, my girl from The Real Housewives of New York, my main squeeze, and she gets her digital audience. Have you seen her digital audience? No. So she has like these floating screens where her audience used to be and it's people at home on their like Skype or their <laughs> Zoom. Uh, yes, yes. And so they're kind of floating around. She has the digital audience and she gets all of them to dance and sing along to "Feeling Giovanni by <laughs> Countess Luann. And it's it's like a fucking Black Mirror episode. It's so strange. I love Kelly Clarkson's show. I'm obsessed with it. I love that she's being innovative. But it was just... I, I just can't believe the 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 weird horror scape that we're being given for this Halloween month.
1: It's so scary. Okay, so okay, good. No, I do have Diva news because if you want to, if you want to, if you want to add on to that kind of strange Black Mirror Nightmare, then transition over to Drew Barrymore's talk show. Yes, thank you. I was hoping you would take it there. It's in, I mean, there's been a lot of memes about it. I think a lot of people are kind of, it's, and I'm not here to like, to dump on this, but she, it's just bizarre. She does a thing called, I think called Drew News. And just her, just um, line to line, her readings of it are so strange and so unexpected. Um, that it really does feel like you're getting thrown farther down a vortex, such. And she also, I think, does some digital audience. Everyone's doing the Ellen's doing a digital audience watching mm. from home, clapping together. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's a ton of frightening shit going on here. But yeah, so uh, so go to go to Kelly. This, stay for the Drew Barrymore. Just stay for the Drew Barrymore opener because she does like a strange the Ellen. Oh, and yeah, skip the other But yeah, um, so
0: <laughs> should we change should we change Diva News to Drew News from now Drew on?
1: <laughs> the Drew News? The, the Dr- Drew the News? Drew Report? The Drew Report? <laughs> the Drew, Drew <laughs> report. We're going to bring you the Drew Report. <laughs> Gosh, talk shows. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know. I got I mean wh- where 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 were we going to go from those kind of very strange Zoom performances? You know, this was just the next step to like st- studio Zoom performances. I to feel like
0: Glenn Close playing Roy Cohn in Angels in America from her house in Montana.
1: Wait, is that real? Yeah. Bless.
0: By
2: herself?
0: By yourself, By yourself I, with no other people. You no, know, there are other, there's a whole other cast, but it's definitely like I'm so into it, that. I'm so into that. <laughs> it's people are bored. People are bored. Um, yeah. but if you're bored, you know what you can do. What? You can check out the new dating and social networking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really thought you were going to promote us. I was like, "What? Like, subscribe, download you can all do of that our too. episodes." But that's right. That's right. Hey, here comes our million dollar podcast. We, we got, got come on, babe. we got sponsored. This episode is brought to you by Tammy.
0: Tammy is the world's largest and most inclusive LGBTQ plus platform, featuring a social network and a dating service. It's like if Tinder and Instagram. And Zoom and everyone just got together and had a queer, fun, brightly colored baby. And yeah, then it's turned a, that baby into an
1: app. It's a mashup shop and it and it and it does it doesn't feel exclusive. It doesn't also feel like I think a lot of these can feel like strictly dating. You know, Mm -hmm. which can be kind of intense and um, just one sided, and this kind of opens it up. Like you can kind of do more of a community based a thing around it, and I'm I'm really here for that, and I'm really here for the name Tammy. Let me tell you, I love the name name Tammy. Tammy.
0: It's T A I M I. You can find it in the App Store or whatever thing you have. They also do these thing called Tammy Talks, which are like TED Talks but with lgbtq plus people and Alyssa edwards is about to do one so i'm gonna watch that and uh, i'm just mainly on because all of you know i'm like old-fashioned and partnered but even if that's you and you don't use the dating apps which i don't you can just like go on to find friends or find other battle angels you could just go to recruit for the beth army
1: that's all i'm doing like I said you also go to a community setting where you just like you know where you kind of type in and, and ask questions and who's ever in your area or how far wide you want that to be seen. People can kind of uh, communicate with you. So it kind of built, it kind of brings in a lot of things into this one app and it's exciting.
0: We're into innovative apps named after women. Yeah. Tammy's a great name
1: for a cat too. So I got to put that on my list.
0: (laughs) Put that on your cat. You have a really long long cat name list.
1: Well, it's for when I have a really, a lot, a lot of cats.
0: (laughs) So now, Welcome, welcome to the episode, part three of my favorite murder. She wrote. Uh,
1: let me. Can I get you in the mood real quick? I, I, please, please get me in that I, mood, babe. I, as I as I prepped you, I wrote. A, I I uh, I'm, I'm going to do a song and see how we take it. Maybe maybe you can figure out how to put um. Put some music behind it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready? Maybe you, could, you mm-hmm. can almost sing along with me. Let me take you down Cause I'm going to Cabot Cove <laughs> Nothing is real And nothing to get hung about Cobbett Cove
2: forever
0: yes <laughs> oh we're going this, back in the I've been, cove oh, and i've been we didn't seeing have that. any trouble Singing getting it. there next time no we didn't nope, have any, not with that not let me with say that, that again <laughs> we didn't have any trouble getting there this time let me tell you who else this is brought to you by fucking peacock NBC streaming service has mm. all fucking 12 seasons of Murder, She Wrote streaming in full with very limited commercial interruptions,
1: I have to say. It's delicious. And in fact, I welcome those commercials so that I can take in the beauty, the splendor of being in Cobbett Cove. I get a breath. I get to just like try to solve the mystery during And, and the they're suspense. short. Yeah. So the, the suspense, suspense builds
0: over yes. a commercial break. That's how it was built. That's but this the five-act structure of Murder, She Wrote was formed, honey. This is what
1: we've been living for. We've been waiting for our, I mean, if you've been with oh. us this long, what are you doing with your life? But if you have been with us this long, you know that our last, it was a struggle. We shouldn't say that it's not a struggle yet. We shouldn't, we should, We nope. don't know, babe.
0: If if this there, Kabat Cove is an elusive place. You all know it's like Brigadoon. It appears, it disappears. It's there for you. It's not there for you.
1: And sometimes we get in, sometimes we get in uh, to heaven and sometimes we get thrown out. So we just hope that this is going to be our one and only try. but we're prepared for it not to be our one and only try. We're also doing something that I think is very um, suspicious. We're doing something with the um, name curse in it.
0: That's right. Season eight, episode 12, the witch's curse. If you're one of those queens who has to do that, you can pause the episode now, turn Pause this episode right now. Turn on the episode and listen to
1: us while it happens. That might be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do do it like um double time. Do it double time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> kind do of like of the um, same
1: time. Kind of like uh um what is that when P- I've never done it. Maybe I'll do it. I don't know. Putting Pink Floyd over wizard of Oz. No thanks. You never done that. You never heard about that. I don't want him singing over
0: Judy Garland. Ugh. <laughs>
1: I don't know why I thought maybe it was they didn't sing. Never done it. Never done it. But I'll it's supposed Duty to sing i Judy Garland at up.
0: Carnegie Hall on over Wizard of Oz. How about that? Well,
1: well, so fine. You can put these hymns over a very sacred thing. <laughs> and, no, um, don't do
0: that. But yes, we're doing The Witch's Curse. And so if, you, if this is your first time with us on My Favorite Murder, She Wrote, a huge inspiration for our podcast, for the girls that you're listening to, was the iconic podcast, My Favorite Murder. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't listened to that, do it. It's amazing. It's hosted by Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hurdstark, And they each tell each other the story of a murder every episode. So on a My Favorite Murder, She Wrote, Jason and I each tell each other half of the same murder from a Murder, She Wrote episode. (laughs) And if you you don't think
1: that that's going to take over two hours, you're wrong. You're very, very wrong. It's just as long as one of the normal um, episodes of My Favorite Murder where they say two murders. We're just doing one. and (laughs) It's a (laughs) fictional
0: and it was on CBS in the 90s. It doesn't matter.
1: But we will be exhaustive in our details of it because, again, this is our favorite, one of our favorite places to live. It's Uh, it's a calming circle for us, mm -hmm. and we love to be in part of a calming circle.
2: Nick, can I ask you a first
1: question before we start this podcast? Please. Please. What would be the worst witch's curse you could receive?
0: Ooh, worst witch's curse I could receive would be only to listen to men sing for the rest of my life. Oh, really? I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to mind. Just, that just, a,
1: just, just anytime you put on your headphones, it's a hymns. It's, it's a, hymns a hymns tune.
0: Like I'm just, it's just You can't turn it hymns. off. It's only yeah, hymns. That does, What about you? That actually,
1: so, oh, well, so it <laughs>
0: shows how privileged my ass is. That's well, but That, that, that does sound like a
1: curse. Me. That's a curse. That's a curse. <laughs> I would say probably yeah. my, my biggest curse would be to be ugly. I have so <laughs> many friends in my life who are that and not a judgment, <laughs> like just more of a fact. And I see how they are. Do you know what I mean? And I th- I just think, what a curse, <laughs> you know? Exactly, I know the, the I mean, curse of not being attractive. I just, it just seems awful. I just wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> what if this is the only episode someone listens to, and this is the <laughs> picture I paint of myself? Jesus,
0: you are beautiful. I'm not. I'm oh, not going to yeah. disagree with anything you're saying. I'm just going to set you up because you're starting. Uh, i just going okay, to okay. remind everybody when this, when, when the world is getting you down, mm. if you're finding this world troublesome. You just need to head straight to Cabot Cove. So I'm going to need you to close your eyes and imagine yourself on a bicycle coming down a hill with a light autumn breeze going through your hair. There is no climate change. There is no global pandemic. There is no fascism. There is no injustice. There are only bicycles, lobster traps, chunky wool sweaters and fucking murders.
1: Lots of murders, but it's a, but it's safe. It's still a very safe place. This is, this yes, this is the balm of our soul. I, you know, there's also no people of color in this town, so that would be the yeah. only thing that we would like to add is some diversity to our gorgeous heaven of Cobbett Cove. That's true. We need to add some major diversity to that, but... Okay. Oh, safe space. Okay, breathe in breathe out. Here I am. Oh, I can feel the I can feel the ocean breezes. Ooh, I can feel it. Oh, when they do those ocean shots, I can hear the bells. I can hear the bells ring. Church just let out. (laughs) Can you hear a little song playing? And I'm on my bike like a witch. Dun 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 dun
0: How can one song how can one song one piece of music both calm and exhilarate the human soul at the same time?
1: I well that that would be the mystery we'll unpack for the rest of our lives until we do <laughs> enter until we truly do enter the blue seas of Cobbett Cove. When we die. And then okay, so my first thing that I wrote is okay, I'm going first. <laughs> I type that out just so I knew what was happening. Um it's your week to go first. <laughs> I guess I, my week to go first. Steven. Steven. And I wrote that this opening is very interesting. This opening is very different from what we normally get in our cool Kabbat code. By that I mean there are drawings of a Pilgrim woman tied to the stake on fire. And... How would you describe these drawings water water painting would you describe they're, they're them definitely a watercolor wa- yeah, watercolors watercolors parchment.
0: yeah animated mm-hmm. slightly animated watercolors on parchment as we're hearing some very scary um readings of with transcripts from the salem witch trials or some kind of witch trials
1: some transcript but i but she says she says watch me in storm wind and fire pain and death and i wrote 666 <laughs> burn locals of cabot cove damn this yes. is some scary stuff <laughs> Am I wrong? It was scary. No, it was scary. And then boom, as if we as if you threw a fireball and everything explodes. What, what's the next scene? It's with Dr. Seth. Who knew? Who who knew, Mama, that it, he wasn't just a doctor? He's not. Dr. He's Seth Hazlitt is
0: not just a doctor. What what's his what does he moonlight on in the evening? He moonlights
1: in what I would consider one of the strangest small town theaters i've ever seen in my life in fact it kind of looked like one of our residences um living rooms very strange if you were trying to parse where the stage was where the seats go but he's well, it's like an old town hall i think oh okay oh i get the vibe okay here we which go which is this why, why we have to work this tower. out. we have to work there's this mystery tower.
0: Out. there's some pews it's like an old timey town hall that they're oh, so using what, now as the community theater,
1: and what is he? What is he auditioning for? An unnamed witch's play.
0: Yes, it's auditions.
1: Auditions. Audition night for this unnamed witch's play, and mm-hmm. and which and so Nick and I. This is our diva. We were considering going back to the well of our one of our main divas, and we were not prepared. And I. I had a text Nick, clutch your pearls, honey, because who comes along for the auditions? Who is one of our main cobbet Cove Cobb ladies? Queen Slut herself, Evie Queen, Simpson. The Whore of Babylon, Evie Simpson, is auditioning.
3: <laughs> I ask only that each year rose petals be left on my grave in testimony to innocent blood shed by this court
0: but the the thing that fu- is fucked up first though is that another woman named Penelope wants to audition for this main witch part Penelope 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 <laughs> and Dr. <laughs> Seth is fucking rude Dr. Seth is fucking rude to Penelope
2: Ah yes Penelope I thought we had agreed that you would be playing Rachel's mother
0: and I was like Dr. Seth's about to get murdered by Queen Penelope
1: I know. I'm like Dr. Seth. How old? How old? Well, because she wants to audition for Rachel Abbott, and I guess Rachel Abbott was a young, fine thing. But but then he lets Eve Evie Simpson. Evie well, Simpson Eve Simpson. Eve has
0: that. She wants Eve Simpson to audition for this part of the main witch. But that's because she always has that
1: after sex glow because she's just been freshly fucked. I have to say, she kills it. She kills this. She kills, She kills the acting, and she knows her power because then she's like, listen. What? Are, she's like, listen.
3: Do with me as thou
2: wilt
3: i i I don't suppose i could play with this a little you know uh, make it mine update it a bit it's just that well i'm much better at modern drama
0: because what what could she do blanche dubois baby
3: i could do a blanche dubois that'll curl your hair (laughs)
1: <laughs> because that's just perfect duh duh so and seth is like the, fine so, so there's fine. this whole
0: artistic battle <laughs> between evie simpson who is a method actress who wants to improvise her way and dr seth Hazlitt, who's more of the i would say the Lawrence olivier school of just fucking bark out the lines for me please
1: yeah he has a vision he wants to get it done but too bad that vision is disrupted by what bitch a storm Hello, do you remember in the opening? A storm blows the doors open.
4: Sorry, the wind caught the door. Is this where the auditions are being held?
1: And who's standing in the door frame but a B list Barbara Hershey? <laughs>
2: Is that not
1: Barbara Hershey right near the death scene (laughs) of Beaches? I'm not even kidding you. I was like, this is her stand-in for when she's like, I don't want to lay in this deathbed anymore. That is
0: Mary Crosby from Dallas, and she is playing Mariah Osborne, who may or may not be an actual witch, who just blew in from Cabot Cove, and is like, oh, did you need someone to audition for the part of this witch?
1: And then Miss Eve is like,
4: Mariah, hi. She
3: just rented the old Walker place for me
0: the old um, walker place uh which everyone's like i don't know how anyone lives there it's so dusty
1: and then and then maria's like she this is her real i'm my one of my favorite lines this is what i'm gonna say to all my tricks um
4: it's my needs perfectly i like bringing old things to life
1: <laughs> don't worry daddy don't worry daddy i got you i like to bring old things to life and then do a little dance um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and but it's very clear that kind of people are like oh she's gonna be the lead she's gotta be like she's she, she, she's looking real right for rachel so we have to try her out right we have to try yeah. her we have she's to get sexy, her she has long
0: black hair she's in all black she's, she's looking got those, like a fucking extra from the craft
1: she's got them she, she, she's got those barbara lips on lock those i'm barbara serious high
0: cheekbones
1: <laughs> i'm serious and so they're like let's try it out and then who is our First main uh, uh, OG Battle Angel who comes in to audition with her, Marion Marion Saldez, her freaking- Marion Marion
0: motherfucking star of stage and screen and Mona Lisa smile Celdez.
2: <laughs> like one of the iconic. great divas
0: of all time is playing. Taught a at your alma actor, mater, in fact, called Lydia Winthrop. But she's playing the character in this scene of Goody Butler.
1: And again, right? Miriam taught at your alma mater. I just found that out. She did. Yeah, she taught at Juilliard.
0: She did. She was an acting teacher there forever. Um, But she's playing Goody Butler because they could not get the fucking rights to the Crucible or didn't want to pay for the rights (laughs) to the Crucible for this episode.
1: And And so here comes Lydia and Mariah instantly. And I found this to be such an intense move. And I love how it keeps coming back. But Mariah was like... She's like, Mama, I need to borrow that shawl off your shoulders. I know I just literally mm-hmm. blew into town, but that shawl is what's going to give me the power to act the pants off of this scene. Oh,
3: may I borrow that? Ooh. I
1: suppose, yes. Thank you. And Lydia's yes. Like, mm, like, okay. But it proves right because she's like, she's also just a great, everyone's a great actor in the Cobbett Cove. It turns out like that is a thespian town.
0: It's a huge thespian town. Absolutely. People
1: are shooketh by her skills. And in the next scene... um, I mean, she auditions so
0: well, she makes the bells in the fucking (laughs) tower ring.
4: The crime before heaven will be so great that all the bells in all the steeples will ring out to proclaim my innocence.
0: Uh And everyone's like, what is going on? She might be magic. Maybe it's magic. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know what's happening with Mariah Osborne.
1: Bringing old things back to life. Those old bells never did ring Mm -hmm. until Marion steps into town. Um, And so the next scene we see, we're, we're at a diner. I wish I could know the name of this diner. Here's the thing that I love about this show. I love the town. I love every scene of the town. I mm-hmm. love knowing the names of the places that we don't get to know this diner that Jess and Seth are at. That's fine. They're also off with police officer Mort. And Seth is just like being like, y'all don't even know. She is a full blown witch. I think she's a witch. Mort's like, get your head checked.
0: You're crazy. Too bad the last time we did this, I thought his name was Sheriff Matt. And I think I called him Sheriff Matt the whole episode. And in my notes, I still call him Sheriff Matt.
1: That's funny because I was just going to write his name as Sheriff or like police officer. And I was like, okay, what is his name? It's Mort. They go through a couple of main police officers through Kobe Cove. Okay. (laughs) But (laughs) you know, it's a lot, though. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) lot. It's almost as many Halloween episodes as we're doing. (laughs) I mean, there's also your hottie Andy. I, how long does Andy oh. stay? Who knows? I don't want to look some of this stuff up because I want to. Like, I'm never going to look up how how much um how 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 much our, our Queen of Babylon um Eve Simpson is in because I just always want to be surprised. Ten episodes. No, no, no! I just told George I don't want to look it up. I want to be surprised. <laughs> Too bad, surprise. No, no. I also <laughs> dove
0: deep into her IMDb this morning, and she made like. 600 Westerns from like 1948 to
1: 1960.
0: Well, when we she run was, out of
1: things to do, when we <laughs> run out of things to do,
0: her name is Julie Adams and she's iconic. Bless she's, her. Okay. She's so they're bless having her. coffee. Seth Hazlitt is freaking out about Mariah Osborne being a witch and being perfect for the role.
2: She even looks like Rachel Abbott. And when those bells went off, what, a chill went right up my spine. It was downright uncanny. And, and, and
1: just, you know what, uh, you know, Just is kind of like being like, okay, like, let's not be, let's not jump to judgment. Like, you know, Rachel's the role. Like, just because the role is a witch doesn't mean that Mariah is a witch.
3: Well, when the wind whipped up, it caused the bells to chime. I mean, it's happened before.
0: Jessica understands acting. She understands the difference between a character and a real person, that someone can play a witch and not be a witch. Jessica knows these things.
1: And so then the next scene, which is my favorite scene, is Jessica walking at the courthouse around books. If you really want Mm. to just pause right here in the episode Mm. while you're watching it, just luxuriate and and just just investigating books, because that's very tranquil to me. And then she hears like a little... You know, I don't know witchy talk
4: in fire and in storm wind in death and in pain for those who have accused me unjustly though hell itself barred the way. Hello.
1: And who's there, girl? Who's at the, who's who's in the congress of of libraries?
3: You must be Mariah Osborne?
0: Fucking Mariah Balenciaga Osborne. Just <laughs> Mariah Balenciaga. Book open.
1: And she's like I'm doing research for the role, like, I really want to know how these how these witches were burned. It's going to help me in this community play that, again, still has mm-hmm. no title. We don't really understand what she's doing. And this is where I'm like... Untitled. Mar- it's
0: called Untitled Witch Project. <laughs> conceived and directed by Dr. Seth Hazlitt.
1: <laughs> that's the whole title. That's like... That's, that's a, the whole conceived title. Conceived and directed is actually still part of the title. It's not like in parentheses. <laughs> totally. Um, uh, and then Mar- this is where I'm like, oh, Mariah just has a very intense flirty energy. Cause this is one of the first times I've seen someone seemingly flirt with Jessica and it's the witch Mariah. Did you not get this vibe? Oh
0: yes, yeah. just... The witch Mariah flirts with everybody,
1: <laughs> but even Jess,
4: I think this town has a penchant for ganging up on innocent people. A story like this, who knows what it might call out of the shadows. It was a pleasure meeting you, Mrs.
1: Fletcher. And so I was kind of, I clutched, that was like one of my pearl clutches as I was like, whoa, this is like really stepping over the line flirting with Jess. Um, okay, you guys with us? This is like minute four in the show. So buckle <laughs> up, babes. Okay, so that's our introduction with Jessica and the witch Mariah. And the next scene is the witch Mariah. It turns out that not only did she audition with the shawl, she kept the shawl and took mm-hmm. it home. Because mm-hmm, that's what you mm-hmm. do, it happens right? at
0: community theater.
1: You get too into the character. You take your shawl home. You take someone else's like uh, yeah. shawl back with you. Because exactly. you're, you're possessed by your acting abilities. So she has mm-hmm. to bring that back to Lydia. And she's returning the you shawl. You mean Goody Butler. Goody, but- Goody Butler, Lydia Seldes. She has to take, yes, Goody Butler's
0: shawl back to her house.
1: And bef- who opens the door but a wheel wheelchair... Found um, husband, mm-hmm. who she instantly is like, Baby, I see you cramping. And so I'm going to perform some of my Reiki on this. And
0: <laughs> she does a full Reiki se- session on Goody Husband.
4: Well, let me see what I can do about that. Just breathe deeply. Think of cool water flowing lightly over the pain.
2: Cool, soothing water. It's great. It feels wonderful, honey. And while that was
1: happening, I was lighting, that. I was lighting my cinnamon muller m- m- um, mulled cider candle, disgusto, and just <laughs> really living my life. I could smell that reiki from here, and mm, you smell it, that that foot. So this husband has a cast on his foot. He does. And, and then Lid, Lids is like, Lids Goody is like, what's happening? What's she, that Bob, that helmet Bob that she has on is iconic. That Marion Seldes. Okay. So yes. Marion Seldes
0: as Goody Butler, like comes in the room and she's like, whoa, this lady is giving Reiki to my husband's foot. Yes.
2: I would imagine so. Have another one of your attacks, darling. Yes. It's, it's that, you know, the muscle spasm that happened before, you know, about. Yes, I know. It must hurt terribly. Well, we won't distract you further.
1: I love that you don't want to call her by the other character name, Lydia. You just, she's they like, called her Goody Butler you're gonna so many, fuck times so many, times many people I was just up. obsessed. I was just obsessed with Goody Butler. <laughs> but also, isn't Lydia such an iconic witch name, too? And she also yeah, looks like true. a witch in this episode. And I said that hair. I don't know. She's iconic. She's, she's iconic. I mean, we're bringing back iconic saying that again? Sure. Sure, why not? Everything's dying. And so she's like, she's like, Mariah, I want it, I want you to uh, die while you are just like raking my husband. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? And then she gets the shawl back and as as Lids is leaving, no, not Lids, as Mariah is leaving, she sees that that wheel, that um broken foot husband is putting something in the safe that's, and the safe is above the fireplace? Hmm suspect why Mm -hmm. why did you put your safe there why did you put your safe there so mm, like mm, what's happening that's this is when we're starting to figure out mm, something's happening not like we didn't figure out when the storm blew up something's a foot something's Something's a a broken a broken foot something's a something's a witch's stump is what it that is (laughs) take me to the witch's stump do you think that mariah
0: when she blew into town
1: immediately went to the witch's stump and like
0: prayed at it Oh,
1: she she full got on that witch's stump, if you know what I mean. And so the ne- so then 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 it's night, and we see a window breaking, and and it's it's at it's at Miss Goody's house. <laughs> What's happened the next day? The sheriff Moore shows up with your boo bear. I'm finally on the board. Andy's hot. Andy's a hottie. Yeah, Deputy
0: and- Andy is hot.
1: fact we have a fact here and you know he's giving me that kind of 80s 80s porn vibe do you know what i mean
0: yes yes he and and sheriff matt could really rock a a daddy son porno okay
1: so is it sheriff matt Wait, who no, do you it's want? More, more? I like to call him fuck. Sheriff Matt. Fuck, we are. Fuck, we are. The name game here, girl. We are just. It's <laughs> called. It's called the bag. We're just pulling from it because we got a lot of it. And you, if you think again, we've just started, so there's going to be. And once the next Section takes over, so many more names are coming out. Um. So Sheriff marches up and he's like, "Okay, what's going on? Like, this is very weird." And you're sure that nothing
2: was missing? Well, as far as we can tell, I can only guess that whoever it was heard Lydia coming down the stairs and ran off. Did anyone else have access to the safe or know where it is? I don't think so. The
1: the safe is broken, but nothing's missing. And I still cannot figure this out. He's like, rose petals. There's rose petals everywhere. Um, Well, if you would have been paying attention to the witch's speech. Oh, oh, of course, Rachel Abbott loves to talk about throwing rose petals on the dead mama. I do Mm -hmm. get that. I ask only that each year, rose petals be left on my grave. And so they're kind of like, what happened? Have you guys seen any visitors? And, you know.
2: You know there was.
1: Uh, come on, Mariah
2: Osborne. Right. Right. Yeah, yesterday we had a visit from that uh, new woman in town. To, uh, Mariah Osborne. And so they're, so. this is
1: where they go to. What I think is so far my, one of my favorite houses in Cobbett Cove. They go to the house that Mariah's renting. The Walker Place. The Walker Place. So, you know, the Walker place is actually the uh, set of the Munsters. Really? Yeah. Well, because that's so funny because they were, oh, that's so funny. Look at you and your facts, mama. Because they were like, this is the, because um, uh, Hottie Andy was like, this looks like the Adams family house. So, <laughs> so I guess it kind of was the Adams family house. Um, and so they go into the house and it is, she, she has not uncovered any of her furniture. So it's all covered in that spooky tarp, like white tarp um, look. And there is just some random cauldrons on tables, a bubble bubbling.
0: Two cauldrons bubbling. That <laughs> a word, Andy.
1: Not one word. Like, like, yes, yes, okay. And one black cat. And one black cat runs by. I. This is. I think. I think. Like, as the grocer at, of Cobbett Cove, this is a house that I would want to live on. I could see myself having such great parties here, having orgies mm-hmm. with Eve here. You know what I mean? Just hosting. <laughs> you a bunch and of
0: Eve fun just stuff. setting up a room. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so i i i would i would if if Mariah you know doesn't want to run it, I think I would own this house. I really feel very attached to this house. Um, and they're basically just like, we think you're a witch, uh, and we you know are really getting suspicious for, suspicious of you. <laughs> and the next thing you're giving us some <laughs> major witch vibes. <laughs> you're giving us you're you're just up in that witch idea that we have right now. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but, um, into <laughs> so the next scene, they're at, uh, they're, they're in the police office where Jessica's just chilling. This is what I love about Jess. She's just having, Nick and I are debating, is it tea? Is it coffee? We don't know, but she's drinking something pop it, popping hot at the police station. Just she's having, having,
0: she's enjoying a warm beverage at the police station <laughs> because she is a deputized police officer. What do you think, Mrs. Fletcher?
1: And she's a, she's, here's my thing. She's a gossip queen. And, and later on, she kind of comes no. down on the gossip. Incorrect. I know. You know, she is a gossip queen. She gossips about death, and I'm never going to let someone tell me wrong.
0: She, I wrote down right here, just hates gossip. I wrote and that I too. Say, and then I wrote, Jason, bitch, reconcile this with yourself.
1: I wrote that too. So
3: here I go.
2: <laughs>
3: Word of mouth is notoriously
1: suspect. <laughs> So, 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 just, just does try to dispel some of the gossip. She's like, y'all, I saw Jess buying some tarnish remover, and I think she was just bubbling those brass doorknobs. Also, just, you're doing a lot of work on a. Ho- I mean, <laughs> Mariah, you're doing a lot of work in a house you don't own. But Jess is like, listen, <laughs> let me dispel some of this stuff you're saying. So I get that she's not, you and know, she sh- says that, and she says that I happen to think that eccentricity is a virtue. That's my favorite line. That's my favorite line. And then she says, word of mouth is notoriously suspect.
0: I'm going to turn that into your ringtone.
1: (laughs) Word of mouth. But I but you know what? No one's gonna prove me wrong because I'm like, yes, yes, Jess, and I do have to sit with my morals now because like you are my holy Bible, but we all have different <laughs> interpretations of the Bible. And <laughs> and I think everyone everyone does cherry pick from what they believe in. And I do want to say, but Jess, I do think you gossip about death, honey. Like you do, even though you know you are trying to do it for the greater good. It's still you still get in there. You're still in there. And so then the next scene is at another uh place of work place business which is the Mm -hmm. insurance which is copic cove's insurance agency and mariah's being yet again adding another notch to her witch belt by wanting some fire insurance
4: and because the house is so old you can see why i might be
0: concerned about fire she's getting some fire insurance and flirting like like flirting like hell with this insurance broker
4: but it would be very comforting to me if you could come by sometime and inspect the premises. The the wiring, the plumbing. You seem like a man who'd be very thorough.
1: Yes, this is this was some this was a very soft core episode for me and <laughs> <in> a <laughs> lot of the scenes. Yeah, it was turning me on. Yeah, and she's like she's like, Hey, I also have to ask you a question. And a history
4: of the place would also help. Excuse me? Well, the condition of the house is uh, Bound to be changed by any past fires that may have happened.
1: I don't have the records are in my shed, which was also very interesting. And, but then afterwards she's like, okay, but I think you should come by as she's leaving. Um, who comes in, who crosses her path to get another kind of insurance? Goody Butler,
2: Miss Goody. Well, I was just taking Charles to the doctor down the street. And I thought after that break in last night, I just drop in and discuss increasing my insurance.
1: And Miss Goody's like I gotta up it because someone broke into my house and stole nothing, and I need to I need to up the game here. Justin Seth then see Mariah outside again. Announce outside mm. scene in Kabakov. Give me life, please. I love this
0: scene. I love. I love this scene. This scene. And Mariah, Mariah, is, Mariah. what does Mariah say? Mariah has a station wagon, and she's this is a softer Mariah.
1: This is a softer Mariah, and Mar- and Justin's like, girl, what's up?
4: Hello, Mrs. Legend. Hello, Mariah. How are you? Fine, considering no one
1: in town will talk to me—at least not the women and just is like oh honey
3: well you know new englanders are notorious for taking their time to warm
1: up to newcomers
3: i lived here for 10 years and some people still referred to me as the which i love
0: that's
1: some biography that we didn't have
0: i didn't even know that i was well, like how did everyone not how was there a time so long ago 300 years god ago didn't walk among us
1: Well, yes even god is new at some point babe uh, Ooh, that's a beautiful statement I'm not for sure gonna get into Cobbett Cove if I just keep making beautiful statements like that. I love that this is turning into like my mental delusion that if I don't do this right, I'm going I'm You're gonna be not banned. Gonna get
0: to the doors to Cabot Cove will not open to you. No! The, the lovely little wrought iron
1: gates won't just clinkle clankle open for you. No. But I do love that, like, you know, it kind of calls out the Greek chorus that we do know of Cobb Cove of like, you know, some of these the ladies. These ladies, they can be intense. You've got Penelope, you've got eve simpson
0: you've got sally struthers you've got all the ladies who live in the town you've
1: got goody good goody goody good two shoes goody butler goody butler linda blair and and then the next scene well well we didn't see this one coming did we kids that shed that he- that holds all of cabico's um outdated insurance policies has been set aflame and i love this punk ass scene <laughs> on, that, that is on fire. That is some death metal on fire shit because it's burning. And on top of they've 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 spray painted a um pentagram. Ooh. That's right. I I want
0: everyone listening to this show to spray paint something with a pentagram and then set it on fire.
2: For
0: Halloween. <laughs> we we get, we get sued. We get sued for, for inciting. It. No, seriously, don't commit any arson, please. But they're like, oh gee, I wonder who
1: could have done this. Yeah, and like again, who do you point to? You know, the scapegoat, the woman, the witch. Like Okay, so Penelope
0: is there. Is Penelope the wife of the insurance guy?
1: I don't think so. I think she's just She was just walking by. She's just walking by and she has to reiterate storm, wind, and fire, pain and
2: death. When she was convicted of witchcraft, Rachel Abbott said she would return in stormwind and in fire, in pain and in death. Well, Mariah Osborne arrived in stormwind. There's your fire.
0: I was like, "Damn, Cabot Cove bitches are
1: harsh." They're very harsh, babe. They're very harsh. They're very they've nosy. The, they have
0: they've got paradise to protect.
1: They have paradise protect. They're very protective too, so you have to understand that like they're looking out for all of you know, in the end they're, they are they are so they're trying to understand the common good and they are gossiping so that's right that's right like you can be a worshipper and then you can also do your own thing that's how we read this bible like we <laughs> mm, take I po- don't think so i don't <laughs> think <they definitely laughs>
2: um
1: a storm wind and fire paint and death
2: watch for me in storm wind
1: And now we're back to the play rehearsal. Ooh, and this gets intense. This is where we're really okay, going to be showing we get you some back monologues. to the play
0: rehearsal.
2: Let me oh, ask you a question: what?
0: Do you think J.B. Fletcher has ever been in one of Doctor Seth's plays? And if you could cast her in a play at the community theater, what play would it be?
1: Well, I think I would cast her. I think I would cast. Well, first off, and I don't. I feel like she's written a lot of plays for Seth. Mm. Oh I, fuck yeah that's I,
0: so smart.
1: I think that she I think that she can like if he's if he can't get material she turns it out real quick and she kind of does actually the directing like she sits behind and and really does tell people you know she thinks she kind of fake gives him the power that's what god does right we think we have right. control of our lives but we don't. we don't We give it up to her like that's what we, we do. give it up to her yeah. <laughs> so she I has did, a plan everything i do i do through her um yeah. and so that's what i would under think under her eye under and so i don't know about the play what play what fantasy do you have a one-man death of a salesman Sorry, mm-hmm. Jessica Fletcher? Um,
0: I mean, I just want to see her and Dr. Seth's Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf.
1: Uh, you know what? I want to see Arsenic and Old I mean, Lace. Give I me Arsenic kill... and Old Lace.
0: <laughs> I would actually kill to see Angela Lansbury's Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, like, if wow. she would have done that in, like, the 60s, that would have been wow. fucking hot.
1: She would have killed it. I always... Yeah, we always... We talk a lot about Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf but I, on this podcast, but I think... I think what she does, what I think can sometimes lack in Martha and people performing Martha, is um, sympathy. Yeah, and I think Angela that, Lansbury could really give that gravitas. That's what Kathleen Turner did when I saw Kathleen
0: Turner. I saw Kathleen Turner do it three times. Honey, honey. Um, okay, so here's okay, the big monologue. We're back to play practice.
1: We're back to play practice. We're back to play practice. Here's and uh, Lydia Goody is talking is in the scene with Mariah, and then Mariah is just like. She kind of, she kind of won ups. Um, she kind of won ups our harlot uh, Evie by going off script and just kind of, kind of, kind of, just saying a real witchy monologue.
4: I am possessed of a comely face and a healthy body. For these alone, I am condemned by one who seeks to keep what she has by destroying another. A small-minded, bitter woman whose soul is as barren
2: as. Sorry, I beg your.
0: <laughs> improvising a full witchy monologue <laughs> about what she thinks about Goody Butler's character, and Goody Butler is like, "I beg you," and she's like, "Bitch," and Mariah's well, like, script. "Oh,
1: sorry, I was just making stuff up." She like, I just wanted it to be more authentic or whatever." And and Seth and Seth is like losing his mind. He's like, "I should have just had Jess write this. Like, this is horrible." And then there's but who else is in the in the freaking? play everyone everyone in the town is in this play i'll tell you that much
0: fuck yeah they are it's a good play it's one of dr seth's theatrical creations (laughs) the one under the age of 50
1: no one under the age of 50 is for sure in this play i mean i guess mariah no one
0: under the age of 50 lives in cabal no they don't
1: they don't you can't you can't it's a retirement community 50 to three thousand is the kind of is the age range Uh that they're in (laughs) um and and so there's the judge the judge Playing the judge. Playing the judge. Playing the and judge. You,
0: and and now, what kind of face do they say that Rachel has? A face to kill? No, a
4: co- of a comely face and a healthy body.
0: Mm, just like you and Evie Simpson are going to have after you host your Pukaki. A, com- a comely party.
1: A comely f- <laughs> Eve, me and Eve. Eve selfie with our comely faces. <laughs> <laughs> Who knocked over my cauldron? <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> naughty okay um, so
0: the judge is digging rachel's comely face
1: she's digging rachel's comely face and she she turns it on she turns those witchy snake eye eyes onto the judge
4: although i must confess if you were the magistrate and i was rachel i might find the decision a little more difficult to make
1: and now i bow out and I open, I open my prayer book to you, and I allow you mm. to, I allow you to write in it, my, <laughs> my child, my chi- my child of Cobbett Cove.
0: I, it's the Book of the Beast. It's in my hands now. <laughs> so the Judge, the Judge. Okay, so after they' after Rachel is all flirting with the Judge, who sees that, but Penelope and Goody Butler, and they're in the corner and they're whispering and pointing to it. So then the Judge goes out to his car. And what does he find at his car but a note, a note and he picks it up and it says, "Judgy, come to the bell tower at midnight." Heart, Mariah Osborne. And so the judge is like got kind of a full chubby at this point and he like goes off. So later that night, he's at the bell tower. No one else is around in Cabot Cove. He goes in. What does he see? Iconic rose petals kind of strewn everywhere. So he follows the trail of rose petals up the bell tower and he's standing there and he's like,
4: Come on now, enough games,
2: where are you?
0: And he turns and smiles, and then all of a sudden, this figure with long black hair shoves his ass right out that window. <laughs> With that black hair that they show on this person, there are only two people who could be the murderer at this point. It's either Mariah Osborne, the witch who blew into town, or Cher herself. (laughs) (laughs) So right now, I only have two fucking suspects. Okay, so then we have a little commercial, and then we're back. Jessica's iconically at the crime scene, because that's where she's supposed to be. And she is not convinced by Sheriff Matt that Mariah
3: is the killer. Sheriff, I realize that I am in a shrinking minority, but I have to remind you that Rachel Abbott and Mariah Osborne are not the same person.
0: So they go over to Mariah's house to investigate her about murdering the judge. And Jessica's there and she finds Mariah's photo album. Now this was, this
1: was, oh, no gossip. Like the Bible doesn't say gossip. Okay, but does the Bible say you know Go what I mean? This, journals, exactly. So this is what I'm saying here, babe. I'm just so saying. Jess like, sees these, these news
0: articles from the 1960s and some pictures of another woman with black hair and a comely face. <laughs> so they're like, "What's going on?" And Sheriff Matt has that note, and he's like,
4: it's "Osborne, I don't know how to say this, but these two look a lot alike."
0: And Mariah's like, "Boo, that's not my handwriting." And he's like, "It looks just like it." And then Jess is like, "Hold up." Because she's a motherfucking handwriting expert. That's right. I want you to say fuck you to Sherlock Holmes. Fuck you to that mustache man who Kenneth Branagh plays in those movies. Fuck you to Jerry Orbach. Jessica Fletcher has all the skills that all those other men Judge,
1: have. jury, authoritarian, handwriting expert. Handwriting expert. Jess is like, if you see
0: here, the O swoops to the left. And the S is in the classic gerrymandered position or something. I don't know. She starts using terms. She's a genius.
3: Oh, no. No, several of these letters are quite different. I mean, the lateral loop on the Y here is missing. Oh, and the S slants off to the right in this one. It slants off to the left in this one.
1: Yes. She, and, and then Mort's so stupid. He's like, well, you could fake the handwriting. No, you can't. Jessica has told you you can't do that. Just like that's not listen, happening. Sheriff
0: Matt, just chill out. <laughs> and so Jessica is like, gets Sheriff Matt, because she iconically doesn't drive. She gets Sheriff Matt to drive her to the clerk's office where she had been before do you think jessica doesn't drive because she does she doesn't want to contribute to climate change
1: yeah and i think if we don't see jessica driving she's flying i think that that's like kind of the Death unspoken or, code. or just
0: teleporting
1: yes yeah okay. she's just there she's, like that's so that's you know it's kind of the thing it's like uh, when you're walking how are you walking in the sand with you you know what i mean oh because i yeah, was carrying exactly. you
0: Yes, that is what it's. I forget. Thank you. So we're at the clerk's office, and there's this iconic woman playing this clerk who I love. And Jessica's looking for People versus Monica Walker because that's the case she saw in Miss Mariah Osborne, the witch's secret book. And oh, what do you
3: know? Fletcher, I'm sorry, but it looks as if all of the copies of People versus Monica Walker are missing. You mean they've been checked out? No, I I mean missing.
0: Boom. Jessica's like, well, that's a clue. Yeah, she, and what so did she, she say? You
3: no, know, she, she's like... Just an interesting coincidence. I just came from the Cabot Cove Gazette, and their archives are missing an entire volume. One year, 1967.
1: She's like, also the other library? She's out, like, Cabot Cove has two libraries. Two well, places of Well, this is the clerk's record?
0: office versus the library.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. They're different. I
0: think I'm going to work at the library in Cabot Cove while you're being the clown who works in the grocery store. (laughs) If I'm at the library, I can maybe A, work there with Laura Brown from The Hours, and B... Maybe help Jessica with the Dewey Decimal System.
1: Yes, and I also think you, ha- your one of your specialties is loading them up on the on the on the newspaper project. I think like you're the only person that can put the newspapers into the those big projection machines oh, that you I sit love down with. Those machines, yeah, it's my, favorite, I my favorite. My love
0: favorite. Love those machines. My um, favorite. Okay, so Jess has Seth over for dinner, and she uses her secret weapon of coffee to get him to spill the. T-
1: what does the name Monica Walker mean to you? I have a question for you on this scene. Again, okay. I need any more any details you can give me. We don't get this detail, so I have to ask you to fill it in for me. The way that we do the Bible, sometimes the Bible doesn't make sense. We have to add words. Mm-hmm. I'm had, asking right. you to add these words. What did she cook for Seth? What was the magic, yummy food that Seth fills that she fills Seth's body with? Pot roast. Pot roast. Yes, obviously, delicious. Pot
0: obviously, roast. a delicious slow cooked pot roast that she's just like doing all day and some some lovely little
1: potatoes
0: mm. gorgeous with some,
1: with some cook with some red cooking wine in there that just let it simmer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and then just like a mixed vegetable medley that she just kind of grabbed out of the freezer mm. um because it's just seth anyway she wants to know who the f monica walker was and seth gets i mean this is a horny episode seth gets pretty excited about talking about monica walker she was a
2: lovely young thing long black hair and Eyes as clear and blue as the sea. And the scandal? Oh, well, that was a tragedy, and no mistake. About 20, 25 years ago, she worked for Lydia and Charles Winthrop as his secretary. Well, one day, she was arrested for stealing a very expensive diamond necklace from Lydia's bedroom. She was convicted... And spent five years in the state penitentiary at Hatfield. Oh, my goodness. How devastating for her family. I guess so. Which is
1: intense, right? Five years in the county jail is a lot
0: of time. It's a lot. So Jess goes over to Goody Butler's house to ask about this whole fucking situation. And Goody Butler is like,
2: I knew that Osborne woman was trouble the minute I laid eyes on her. No one's going to feel safe in this town until she's arrested.
0: And Jess is like, well, what about your secretary? Do you remember your secretary, Monica Walker?
3: Didn't you have some problem a few years back with some jewelry
2: being stolen? Yes, it was a necklace. Charles had given it to me. A secretary in our employer, Monica Walker, stole it. We were never able to recover it.
0: And Goody Butler is like, yeah, I remember her. She stole my necklace. And
3: Jess is like, you have some lovely pieces. Thank you.
2: You know, this ring has been in my
3: family for two generations. Oh, it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> and Jess is like, okay, I'm going to go now that I've clocked Clock, that clock, bullshit. clock. Clocked it, clocked it. And as she leaves, did you think there was something weird about this guy in the wheelchair kept standing up?
1: Yes, I did. Like, yes, it I was did.
0: one of the red herrings. Murder, She Wrote has red herrings. Because this guy keeps standing up from his wheelchair. And then Jess catches him standing up from his wheelchair. Because Jess... Iconically, Is he, he putting something? Told the I... old. Told the old. I forgot my purse. Move.
3: Ah, just forgot my bag.
0: And then Jess asks,
3: Charles, do you remember who the prosecutor was on the Monica Walker case?
2: Well, that—that was—that uh, was, uh, was Judge Clinton. He wasn't a judge then. He was, uh, as you said, a prosecutor. I made him a circuit court judge. I think it was the next year. <laughs> yes, of
3: course. Thank you, Charles.
0: So, iconically, Jess is like, I've got to get to the crime scene <laughs> just, the bottom of this. Boom, I'm just
1: going to walk right in to where a horrific, pushed out of a bell tower crime scene. From, but, no caution tape. No caution tape. But before she does that, she puts on the
0: most iconic red zippy sweater of all time. Gorgeous. She looks great it, in red. She looks so good in like a full ass fire engine mm-hmm. red. I can't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. So she gets over there and she sees the insurance salesman guy who lost his beloved pentagram ridden shed, and she's, and she's like, like, "What's hey.
1: up, bitch? Why are we <laughs> Why all are here?
0: here? What are you doing up here?"
3: Well, I was just about to ask you the same question.
0: Another red herring. This guy.
1: This guy. So, this guy definitely was giving me like, "Who are you?" I almost felt like it was like one too many people. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. This episode. This episode is packed, and like packed. all Murder She Wrote episodes filled with intrigue and confusion so she's like hey what do you think happened here and he's like oh um he probably fell out (laughs) this is the scene gives me the giggles and then jess is like no he would need to be pushed out probably by someone pretty strong
1: someone must have pushed him someone fairly strong And the guy was like, "No, back up, back up to here and then run at me. And you can see how you can actually knock someone off of a fucking bell tower. Yeah. An old man off a bell tower.
0: Luckily, he did tell her to go back there because what does she see? Long strands of black hair that got caught on a
1: nail. So what does it all mean? Well,
3: I'll let you know as soon as I work it all out.
1: Now, normal pedestrians would be like, oh gosh, I gotta call the police. But when you're God herself. You take you
0: take the evidence from the crime scene with your bare two fingers <laughs> and you put it in your handkerchief and pop that in your purse. <laughs> and then you fucking get the fuck over to your friend Sheriff Matt's fucking office with the long black hairs. And you wiggle it in their like, face and like,
1: I found this.
0: I found this. And they're like, look. Lab Boys came back with a match on that thumbprint we found on Lydia Wintrip's safe.
2: Mariah Osborne, right?
0: Nope. Some woman named Mary Lynn Walker. So you're like, oh my gosh, who the F is that? Well, after the commercial break, you come back and you find out that Mariah Osborne, our witch who blew into town, and Mary Lynn Walker. That's the same person.
1: Boo, bitch. Boo, bitch. Didn't see that coming. I'm going to interrupt you here. I will say as much as um, I'm living for the Peacock and as much as they showed me that Grace Under Fire, I'm I'm saying it now. I saw Grace Under Fire is there um, in its fullest. I got one of that in my commercials. I I maybe – I may be long for the days of the Hallmark commercials that we used to be able to. Yeah,
0: these commercials are not as fabulous. Be entertained we didn't have any with. For French Melons or <laughs> no. Angie Harmon. There was no Lifelock.
1: Yeah, there was no like scamming of the elderly <laughs> commercials that we didn't get to see. So I kind of felt a little off by that. But okay, so bam, slam damn. The witches also, the witches has so, origins here in Cobbett Cove. Mariah
0: goes deep into her origin story. She's like, This gets listen. wild. This is where it gets wild. My mom was.
4: As it was, Willard Clinton came to her cell and offered to drop the charges on grounds of insufficient evidence in exchange for certain favors. My mother said no.
0: The judge harassed her and said if he, if her mom would go over and have a bukake party with him and the Simpson, <laughs> he would get her off. And the mom was like, no, I don't do shit like that. But then the most and tragic sh- thing
1: is she's like, and then my mom, and then it haunted her. The jewelry thief haunted her all across the land
4: after she got out of jail my mother changed her name mine with it we left the state started over the past kept following us no one would hire her she had to take on odd jobs just to keep food on the table she refused to take charity and she wasn't a thief sheriff
2: but she was convicted
4: all the evidence was circumstantial if Lydia Winthrop hadn't had friends in such high places, she never would have been convicted.
1: Once you, you <laughs> know, uh, not like Medusa herself, Eve, but it's like actual Eve from the Garden. Like once you pluck that apple, you know, from paradise, you're cursed forever. And once she's, yeah. you, you know, she, she was, was exiled, exiled, and she was cursed.
4: And to her dying day, she never set foot in Cabot Cove again.
1: <laughs> she could never get over being considered <laughs> an iconic jewelry thief.
0: And no, so she couldn't get over that. She just couldn't get over that. Okay, and Sheriff Matt is like, you know what? You're under the motherfucking arrest.
4: And since you couldn't prove anything, you opted for revenge instead, didn't you? No. Huh? Then Nate Parsons
2: investigated that theft, so he started with a little arson there. And then you lured Judge Clinton to the bell tower where you shoved him to his death.
4: No, it's not true. I swear it. You have to believe me.
2: Mariah Osborne, I'm arresting you for the murder of Judge Willard Clinton.
0: And Mrs. F is like, F you, Matt. And she intends to find out who the fuck really killed this judge
3: well don't thank me yet mort you see i don't believe that mariah killed judge clinton what are you talking about you're the one that helped lock it down the connection between lydia and judge clinton the the hairs in the bell tower that's not true mort i only showed you that she was monica walker's daughter not that she had committed the murder well are you saying she didn't i'm saying that i don't know but i certainly intend to find out
0: so then we come to my favorite scene of the episode when Jessica is just iconically strolling in her perfect red sweatshirt through Cobbett Cove, and who does she see but Joe the Fireman?
1: Oh, you love this scene with with the dog because there's a little. Was he cute? Little, the dog. He was cute, but was he gay? Was he gay? Was he gay? Was he gay? That's I think so. Yes, you. yes, yes, and yes. And he has a Dalmatian, as all good firemen do in Cobbett Cove.
0: And Joe, I don't remember what he tells. Her, he tells her some
2: shit. <laughs> We found traces of vinyl-curing urethane on the floor near the file. It's very flammable. Yeah. That went first, then a file, and with all the papers around, the place went up like a Roman candle.
0: Floor varnish. He gives her some clues about
2: floor <laughs>
0: And so then she goes to the insurance man... And she's like, hey, I need some insurance papers about Goody Butler's diamonds. Like, Jessica gets access to anything she wants. And he's like, but all that stuff got burned when my shed was torched. And Jess is like, hmm, okay." So then Jess finds out from Sheriff Matt that that hair, once it comes back from the lab, oh, wait, is it from Mariah? Is it from
1: Cher? It could be. It could be from, it's from a wig. It's the
3: hair from the bell tower turned out to come from a nylon wig.
1: It's a wigadune. It's, from it's from a, a wig. wigadoon from Brigadoon. So the hair came from a wig. It's not so, real. So Jess
0: has all she needs. She's got the clue about the floor varnish. She's got some <laughs> news about the insurance man and the diamonds being insured by Goody Butler in the sixties. She's got she Monica. She knows Monica is actually Mary Lynn Walker. And she knows that that hair is from a fucking wig. So what does she do? What does Mrs. F. J.B. Fletcher God herself do? She, she goes straight to the Goody Butler's house. By herself. She this goes,
1: always stresses me out. When she like, doesn't bring
0: the cops with her? Yeah.
1: Or anything. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure she has. I'm sure, like, you know. She can melt you with her eyes. But I still, you know, but I do you don't know what? She goes by herself because, her you know,
0: Jessica Fletcher not only hates climate change, she also is like, fuck the police. She's yeah. like, fuck the police. Oh, I'm not calling the police on people. I'm solving the crimes by myself because we don't need police. So Jess goes over to Goody Butler and she and her wheelchair ridden Goody husband and is like,
3: I came to talk about the Monica Walker case. Well, that's old news. Or perhaps it was, but not anymore. If it really were old news, you never would have had to kill Judge Clinton. That's absurd. I wish it were. The fact is, Lydia, you falsified the charges of theft against Monica Walker.
0: And Marion Seldes is like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? And she's like, Jess is like, do you know this woman? She pulls out a picture of Monica Walker. And again, iconic men getting horny. The guy's like salivating over this picture. Admits, Goody Husband admits he had had an... There with the secretary Monica Walker, Mariah's mom. And Mariah's mom. When they were there, and then Jess is like, "And no one stole a diamond. You took it, Goody Butler." Okay, and this is twisted. This ring. Is,
1: this is twisted. This is twisted. This a twisted love affair. Because what you do for the people you love. Just listen to this. Whew! We find out that Jess knows diamond cuts.
3: Your diamond necklace was never really stolen. The primary diamond is here in this room. Right now, in that ring that you're wearing. No, this, this
2: ring was given to me by my great-grandmother.
3: Oh, the setting is antique, all right. But the stone itself is an ideal, brilliant cut diamond. They didn't develop that particular cut until around the 1920s. And that's the cut of your diamond ring, which means it couldn't possibly have come from your great-grandmother.
1: God knows every hair on your body. We are stardust, the stars that she creates are us. How do you not how do you not know what a chronium diamond? No.
0: Like, is Lydia new? No, she's lived in Cabot Cove since nineteen sixty seven. She knows JB Fletcher. She should know that she's completely fucked at this point. Goody Butler, our Marion Saldus, star of stage, and Mona Lisa Smile. Is this cream, her monologue Monica moment?
1: Walker. This is her monologue moment. She,
0: She framed her, and now she gets to have that confession.
2: And then she came back here, Mariah Osborne. Yes. Different name. I knew exactly who it was. When I walked in on you two together, Charles, the pain of all those old memories came back. And then when I saw her with Willard Clinton, working him just like her mother worked you, I knew it was just a question of time before he'd tell her everything. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And then fucking 25 years later or
1: whatever, frames her daughter for murder. But kills the judge because the judge knows too much and then frames it on her daughter. This woman has no, this woman is boundless.
0: But Let me tell you, this is all men, all the terrible hymns in this episode, Goody Husband. That skeevy judge, the skeevy insurance man, they're driving all these women to insanity and distraction and causing them to do things like murder people and frame people for jewelry theft, you know? Yes, it's and another
1: case of, it's in the case of the Kabakov men doing dirty, doing real exactly. dirty. And Dr.
0: Seth Haslett, like, turning all the women against each other for parts in his fucking theatrical pageant. Like, this work, is not, it's work. not acceptable. <laughs> not it's in Kabakov, it's not Mm-hmm. So, Jess gets... Marion Seldus thrown into jail, and then... That's the so sad. I feel like ends. that is so
1: sad. I don't like that, though.
0: No, I'm glad Goody Butler's in jail, though I think Penelope was her accomplice, and I think Penelope is still on the loose, and she's gonna she should free Goody Butler, and Goody Butler should come back in 25 years for her revenge.
1: I think that they should go and disappear inside the witch's stump for 25
0: years. Mm. Does a witch's stump take you back in time?
1: Yeah, yes it does everything. You just go down into the witch's stump and like you can live in there, you can time hop. It's mm. a very it's a very nexus of um alternate universes. It's basically an alternate mm. universe. Um I, I once did a clown performance on there and I got lost for like days. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really want them to go into the witch's stump and go back to 1967 and get Monica Walker. <laughs> And Goody Butler and Sally Struthers and Evie Simpson. And they just all form a coven and banish the men from the town forever.
1: Oh, this is a fanfic. We got to start doing fanfic. You and I, you and I, <laughs> maybe not for the girls, but you and I just need to call each other. And just, you know, when we can, if we can't be in Cove at least we can write our own. Um,
0: <laughs> so then the episode ends um, at the performance of the play. I have so many questions. At first I was thrilled because I thought that Jess was Goody Butler's understudy. And that we were going to get to see Jess perform this part. But no, she's just there in an iconic blue coat. And much as she's allowed at every crime scene, she's
1: also allowed backstage up to the
0: moment of performance.
1: And Eve Eve shows her commonly coming, face and gives a wave at the end. So. <laughs> Eve is there, got that
0: extra day on. And Seth has some tag on this about show business that isn't really that funny. But I was just really glad that mariah osborne got to shine in that play like the fucking star she is she got to finally leave barbara Hershey's shadow and just shine on she got to put on that lipstick untitled, that red lipstick that all, witch good wear, yes. <laughs> all good witches wear
1: yes all good witches from from that time where that bright beautiful red yeah she shines doesn't she she does. She really does. I'm proud of her.
0: And I hope that she gets to get a little more integrated into that town and make the butler name just good again in Cobbett Cove and, like, like win her mother's good name back.
1: I know that I want to live there in her house, but maybe I also want um, Mariah to live there, too. Maybe it's a rent-to-own thing with Eve. Like, you know, mm. maybe if she put, starts putting in, the, you know, keeps shining up the brass parts of the house, maybe, you know, do, 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 does some repairs. That
0: whole brass whole thing was very strange. I mean, I did, I do really want you to get some actual working cauldrons. And some so dry just ice. Just like endless, <laughs> an an just endless, have them around your house. An endless, an
1: endless thing of dry. Joe, be careful kids with dry ice. Cause it can burn you. I re I recently was burned by, by some dry ice were you yeah yep
0: <laughs> yep okay good story uh, thank wow. you
1: thank you thank you
0: okay so that is uh, my favorite murder she wrote the witch's curse not to be confused with our last my favorite uh, murder she wrote the no, witch's our first
1: no that was our first was the oh, that was stumped. our first
0: our second was
1: workout town going remember it was going oh it was the, all about yeah all about the when like the wayne center. had a workout center
0: wayne's workout world go back and download those episodes and uh subscribe to the podcast and leave us some more iconic reviews we love getting your reviews they're so beautiful
1: yes yes uh and we love being in Copa Cove. we love sharing our Copa Cove love with you all um, obviously, we're just not gonna stop um trying to enter heaven. But yeah, we're really excited for this month. Uh, this we're pumped. So let's get Witchy so write together. Write our
0: name, write our name in the book of the beast and get ready for a big Halloween month with For the Girls podcast and just continue to come here and escape from the the daily hells of the world by worshiping. J.B. Fletcher and coming to the house, the Church of Lansbury.
1: Oh, we love you, Battle Angels. Stay strong and uh, stay strong. And one day we'll and all be sailing.
0: You're going to get into paradise. Yeah, we promise. We'll be sailing in
1: paradise. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> angels. Bye.